What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's your turn to stay and play at Turning Stone Resort Casino. Enjoy award-winning hotels, dining, and live entertainment. Play the newest slots and classic table games. Check out the state's largest poker room. And don't miss our world-famous bingo hall. Turning Stone is the perfect gaming getaway. And the next big winner might be you. Turning Stone Resort Casino. It's your turn. Welcome to Tokyo. We are back for part two of our spring 2023 Keki Awards. Indeed. Keki, 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 But Democrat. But anyway, yeah. well, we all know how the saga dance goes. We have our top ten, along with three honorable mentions, and we're gonna go around the room. Guess first, then Ethan, then myself. Uh, we're we're gonna tell you guys before we start. This has been extremely difficult for all of us, mm-hmm. especially with ranking them and the fact that some of them can't even make it in because of the number we have set. So, mm-hmm. so if so, guys, if you do see something that like we that we don't have, but you have, is more it's not bad. It's just we just like these a little better in our own way. That's true. So there'll, so there'll be some highs. There'll be some lows. We're all not going to agree with it. It's just more of, we just love anime, and this season was just a big fucking banger. <laughs> One big fucking banger, banger. Yeah. So, guys, shall we wrap up spring in a nice little bow? Indeed. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Three honorable mentions. Uh, honorable mention number three, Starman. Uh, honorable mention number three. It was really hard for me for my honorable mentions, but. I'm gonna give y'all a good ass pot. Honorable mention number three for me is Skip and Loafer. What? Wow. <laughs> Skip and Loafer. Honorable mention number three. Wow. Wow. Skip and Loafer was a fantastic, like slice. Clearly of life. not if it's number three. Wow. It was, it was a fantastic slice of life. It, it was so hard. It was a fantastic slice of life. I love the art direction of it. I thought it was like one of the best looking shows. Had an original art style. Um, the opening was amazing. Um, the character design was fantastic. The whole vibe that I got from the show was just phenomenal. Honorable mention number three. All right, all right. Breaks wow. my heart, but at least you have it on there. At least you have it on there. Wow. It still breaks my fucking heart. <laughs> I know. Ethan, go. Just go. <laughs> My honorable mention number three is Kubo won't let me be invisible. Okay, okay. Here's my favorite. Um, yeah. So no, it, it this show originally debuted in uh winter, and it got delayed because of COVID, and it got delayed halfway through. It was a pretty decent show halfway through, and the second half of the show honestly was 
uh, was really good. Uh, they stepped up the pace from episode six onwards. Um, we got more direction in terms of Shiarishi and Kubo and just seeing their dynamic continue to grow. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed watching every single episode. It was very wholesome, just their little moments between them. It reminded me very much of a, uh, a of a lighter version of Ichikawa and Yamada without so much suggestion and so much deep thought into it from that perspective. Um, but it's very similar in terms of the teasing and, and the, the little bit of tension that's there between them where they both recognize like there's something going on, but neither of them are really acknowledging it to the next level. Um, so there was a little bit that was left to, to be had from that perspective. But regardless, um, out of all the other shows I didn't rank, I actually enjoyed Kubo um, more than those other ones, in my opinion. Uh, this one was pretty hard because basically who gets that last spot? And there was definitely plenty I could have given it to. I could have given it to Yuri. Could have given it to Kuba. I had it for Kuba as a while. Uh, this is from my late edition, Rayliana and the Duke's Mansion. Ooh. No, no, I, I am glad I picked Kubo it up. Kuba and Rayliana for me, too. It was between Kuba yeah, and that, Yeah, the, the, it's, I give them the same grade, the three and three quarter, three and a half mm-hmm, aspects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I get, I, I, the conclusion, yeah, I didn't, it wasn't that satisfying. Like I, but I know we're gonna get more. Hopefully, there is more. But I love the visuals of it. I love the music. Uh, Noah Reliana's dynamic is nice. But for some of that, I just picked up like the last week. I am glad I did. I'm so. gonna be perfectly honest with you. He didn't rank it. I did not, bro. The twenty, the thirteen episode format of that show killed it. Combined with that. Ending that wasn't an ending. That did it, all yeah, the- that that was my issue. That's they, they why I didn't rank the ending. Oh, why I didn't rank it. Up. Well, I'm really thinking I'm gonna see Beatrice and them meet, and yeah. I'm like, I should have. There I is no Beatrice. <laughs> the guy is Beatrice. I should still be watching yeah, the show, but no, nah, man. The way they formatted that show down to 13 episodes and they just cut it in half just ruined it. It just fucking ruined the whole show because it's just feels, the only show this season I saw that feels incomplete. I was like, bro, this shit feels just incomplete. Y'all just cut this shit off. And I ain't appreciate that because Ray Liana, for most of this season, was in my top 10. It wasn't until I got to the very end and seeing all these other shows where I was just like, damn. When I saw the last episode of Ray Liana, I was like, yeah, this shit ain't making yeah. my top 10. That, that last yeah. episode is why it didn't rank for me. It was, it was yeah. on my honorable mention it three. I don't like inconclusive yeah. endings. Give me if, we're, if we're going by that, that's totally fair. That was the case that it was. Is is like that again? I I still enjoyed it, but yeah, it it was not satisfying to put it in top ten or anything like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honorable mention two. Honorable mention two was uh, explosion. Kono Zuba spinoff. Um, mm-hmm. I had fun with that series. I really loved the outro. I love seeing Megumin, but ultimately, like I said in the last episode, Megumin is not in. Sorry, she's just not Kazuma and Aqua. Like, mm-hmm. my no. favorite thing about this show was the cameos of Darkness, Cosmo, Aqua. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, she didn't, like, she just... Yeah, it just shows she did not shine on her own. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Kono Suba is hilarious. To me, that is top five funniest anime I've ever seen, but this one wasn't even fucking close. It was funny, but it wasn't like Kono Suba funny. Like, like it didn't feel like Kono. It didn't feel like Kono Suba until the second half. Bro, mm-hmm. You had to watch, and honestly, I appreciate them splitting it up with the prequel and kind of attaching it to Kono Suba. But like I said, it was too much of a drama fantasy and not enough um, comedy. It just wasn't. I funny. will be honest; it did not make my list. Wow, I, I appreciate the effort, but there's not enough substance. 
like when we got there, just to be, I didn't care about the beginning. I didn't care about the school that much. They didn't give me the time with the students to give a shit about them. Just we're this, and here's our gifts. Bye. Yeah. But yeah, it was just more about Mega Man. You knew if it was just that, like with more develops of them, and yeah, also fuck uh, Cecily, Lollicon, creepy <laughs> fucking backhanded bitch. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm sorry, I can cut you off. Uh, are you done, Simon? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Even uh, a show that, uh, you know, I'm going to defer to Starman. I had Konosuba as my honorable mention number one. I'm going to put it honorable mention number two. Hey, we agree. That's what's up. Uh, for all the same reasons, uh, the Starman mentioned. I enjoyed Konosuba. It was the funniest show that I watched by default. Um, as the Starman said at the end of the day, it really boiled down to those ending um teasers with the Konosuba members that really make it made it go over the top. I didn't mind the story at all. I was really appreciative that this show really shined a light more so on Union than anybody else. And I really now want to see more Union in uh in Konosuba as a whole. So um yeah, honorable mention number two, Konosuba. Honorable mention two, my home hero. Wow. I did not it, it it took a while to get there. That was my main issue with it. Because it, it was very formulatic in the beginning. But after we see more of Tetsuo's plans going in action mm-hmm. near the end, that's when it started picking up for me. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now like that was when I felt the intensity. Mm-hmm. As Angel pointed out, fuck that mob boss. But I get it. He was mentally ill. If, if he was mentally sane, he could he would have killed Tetsuo right then and there. Just go in, walk in, shot, Fine. bam. Yeah. But he he was meant he he was not mentally able. It's like he he was not all there in the head. Like he just, just split personalities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the craziness of him. So that's why it felt the fact that it felt easy to kill him was a little weak. Mm-hmm. But the uh, how we got there is what I love. Mm-hmm. And if we do get a season two, I hope we do. It's definitely yeah. interesting. There's definitely intrigue. I would love to see more. Mm-hmm. Just. Because again, weak beginning, great in the end. So if it, if it, if it was strong throughout, it definitely would have been mm. somewhere in upper top ten. But I did enjoy it. I don't regret it. Mm. I just, I, I just, I, I, I want, I want more flavor and I want more season in that steak next time. Mm. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Not that Ethan knows anything about. Not, 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 not the... <laughs> oh. Theme steak, hey. Nothing wrong with my steam steak. Well, as long as it ain't milk steak, we're good. At least it wasn't bumped. All right, what's your, what's, your, what's your last honorable mention, Starman? I'm going to pick it back off of you. It was my home hero. My home hero is my number one. Like, that show was – something was missing, but it was a fantastic ride. I absolutely would recommend that show to thriller anime fans who want something a little different. I feel like people will get frustrated with the hero. I feel like if they changed a couple things, it would definitely – land stronger but um i had so much fun with that series it was really a fun watch um so yeah man it, it, it clocked in as my last honorable yeah. mention spot mm. ethan i'm wearing it dr stone okay dr stone i mean i thoroughly enjoyed the series throughout the entire time but it was just something about the rest of the top 10 that was just better for me than dr stone um, I can't wait to see more Dr. Stone. I, we have at least one or two more seasons, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, the story was was good. Um, everything was, you know, was really solid about Dr. Stone. This probably was 
the best season of Dr. Stone since season one, arguably perhaps the best season between one and three. Um, so no complaints for me on Dr. Stone. I liked it very much. It's just my top 10 was better than Dr. Stone. I, I mean, will say, I will tell you, Dr. Stone was in my top five until they split the curve. And then I said, I just, I wait to review it until the entire season and review the entire season as a whole, instead of just half of the curve. But yeah, it would definitely make my top five. Well, half of the, well, then I will ask you this in terms of the the half of the core, where would you put it? Just give us a number. Where would you put it? Like, where, where would you put it right now? I didn't finish it. Oh, you're going to binge it? No, I'm watching it dubbed. Mm. It's done, right? It just, I think I got the last dubbed episode either drops this week or next week. But yeah, it's not finished yet. Okay. Mine was also Dr. Stuff. Nice. I, I did enjoy it, but it's, I think, I, I, and I love the finale, but also the cliffhanger a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn it! I like, I wish we just ended it with the the Senku's dad and all that. I think it would be like a nice little end. So just we're gonna cure everyone right now, and don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but you know what? Though? I did enjoy it. I did. I still I still enjoyed this. Uh, no, I think the only and I love uh, Francois Riusay. Francois, the, the, the great additions. I don't care that much about the bald guy that's in the group. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, oh, he's a stowaway from this island. What a coincidence. We needed him on the ship somehow. You know, the ball. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know by that point, man. No, I'm messing with some message. I was like, motherfucker, you know, it happened like episode five. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. But yeah, if 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 it got a little better and then it probably would have been maybe 10. But speaking of number 10. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is the hard, this is the hard ones. This is the hard one. Everything I'm about to give you up until I get to my last two spots, everything I'm about to give you is a fucking four. I never do this. I'm a heavy handed grader and I will throw a fucking 3.5 or a three at anything. Heavy hitters here. Dangers of my heart comes in at number 10 at a 4.0. I dropped this series, I picked it back up, and I enjoyed this shit. It was a fantastic rom-com. It gave me everything that I wanted out of a rom-com. I watched, matter of fact, I watched uh, Kimi no Toki, Todoki, because they were spoofing it in this show. I just said, you know what, let me get on Netflix and binge this. And I really thought, like, the guy died in, like, the first episode. Like, she kind of tried to spoil it, but that didn't happen. But I really liked it. It really made me go watch another anime. And that shit don't That sounds work. so bad, though. It made me go watch another anime. Like, that context sounds... But no, but no, but there, he saw the influence in there. It's like, you know what? That yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I get it. it. I get it. And then I was like, oh, I see what y'all build. I see what y'all get some of y'all sauce from. So, yeah, yeah, it really made me go and watch a classic that has been on my list for a while. So, shout out to Dangers of My Hearts. comes in at number 10. I really I really love that series. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> my number 10 was a show I picked up late on um, when it was all said and done. Didn't regret it. I appreciated the recommendation. My Love Story with Yamada, level 99. 9999. No, I'm glad it made your top 10. It made my top 10 coming in the number wow. 10. Um, I enjoyed the series for what it was. Uh, it was a good ride. Um, I was a little bit different from you, Starman, where I wish they would have explored the ROM a little bit more. The con was great. Um, the overall story was very slice of life. Definitely appreciated it from that front. And um, yeah, but there was just something. 
it was just something that just didn't quite strike that final chord with me. Really, that's what it boils down to. It was just something that just didn't like it didn't tick that like thing in me that made me like just adore it. Um, and yeah, I, can't, I can't say that like all the other like a couple of the ones like from like honestly, to be told, truth be told, 10 through my seven are like toss-ups. I can put them really in any order and I don't see anything from my side wrong with it. It's from six on that are like really like stand out for me. Um, but Yamada was very solid. I appreciated the ending. Um, I appreciate um, the journey that Akane went through in order to get to that culmination. And it was really solid. And I really appreciated watching it and was really happy I picked it up. And I wish I had not watched Dangers in my... I'm sorry. I had not watched uh, my uh, Clueless First Friend in relation to this even though i did watch both i would have picked this up far it's far 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 superior given the options nice 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 oh that's a half a shot but okay i'm saving i'm saving it Mm. it's it's strong too as i go Mm. demon slayer saw that yeah look look. oh you folks be honorable mention you folks be honorable mention after what i did was my third honorable mention i can't say nothing no look there were some stuff that was good. Like, I love how they handled Nesuko's thing at the end. That's probably the best finale of the season. I love the upper Mumi in the beginning. But even from someone who has read this, like, years ago, this is even that this was just more of a smoke break type of arc. Like, mm-hmm. we had the climax. You're, like, you're calming down. This basically, it's filler, but you know what? You'll get entertained with the fights because that's why you watch it, more or less. Am I wrong? Like the animation and fights, basically. Oh, like the story's okay, but they they do they do it okay. They do it okay for oh, a generic story. It's fine. Like they do oh. it well, but it's just more of I didn't care about Upper Moons four and five as characters. Like especially number five. Five was definitely a throwaway. Yeah, he was. Like, I, I I got no sense of urgency. With the fights, except for like the very end when Nezuko yeeted Tanjiro. But like before, like upper six, I felt like he was a, a more someone that like could fuck with everyone. Like everyone was basically all near death because this one what? duo, like the brother and sister combo, mm-hmm. went with them. It was just, and like I, I love Four's concept with the, with the, with the emotions and when it's all together combined. But I hate the scaredy cat running away like it's a fucking zenitsu thing like i feel like you have to have it otherwise people are gonna flip out for some reason ah uh, ah okay yeah it's just, it's I, didn't a, even, I, didn't, I didn't even think of that yeah i just did not care about the upper moons i didn't care about the, the flashbacks you know what i get why but just where they're replaced is what felt off Especially, especially when they're about to die. The only thing I really liked was Genya's. They did Genya very well here, and I he was one of my favorites in this. So I love. I completely forgot he was a character before the season. Right, that was where he was. But yeah, I got. I, I was glad we got actual background on him. And yeah, he's not a prick like his fucking brother. So. Mm-hmm. And the other Hashiras are just okay. Muchiro is fine. Uh, the loved one, she's useless, but great person. But as like a fighter, it's just like useless. But it's there again. There was great elements. At least but she stayed alive. Yeah, they're all alive. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. That was a Rengoku joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And fucking, I Moose backstory. It's 
He's a piece of shit. He's a vampire. He's an idiot. He's a fucking yeah, the, idiot. He, he, he's, he's Dracula. This is, this is he's an idiot. Yeah. I get why people loved it, but it's just more, again, it's just a smoke break thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just, it's not a great thing. Again, we have to come that high from the movie and season two. It's a calm down moment. And we're going to get a next season, like the six chapters of the manga, they're going to stretch out to 12. But, you know, details. But we all know they're waiting for the Infinite Fortress arc. That's going to be the banger. That's going to be the big one. That's why I definitely cannot wait for it if they do it right. Don't rush it. But again, can't win them all. I did enjoy for what it was. I just didn't love it. There was this, it was just a solid four for me. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine struck me as a whole surprise because I had a feeling it was going to be funny. And it came on and I was like, it's all right. And then it just kept getting better and worse and better and worse and better and worse and better and worse at the same damn time. And eventually I just fell in love with this fucking show. And I even in the group, shout out to all the members who jumped on the train and watched it with me because Kamikatsu, man. Kamikatsu, my number nine. Kamikatsu was hilarious. I needed a good, strong comedy to carry me this season. Kamikatsu was just the trick. It gave me so much. It gave me etchy, gave me fan service, gave me comedy, gave me raunchiness. It gave me dark stuff. It gave me heartwarming stuff. And then I like the religious, I like the, 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 the commentary on religion and um and idols and as well as like like influencers like you get your god power based on how many followers you got so the more followers you have the more powerful you are as a god and i'm yeah. like oh, man like these are it's about influencers i thought it was a good uh a hilarious take on social commentary about where we are as a society when it comes to like you know how we worship celebrities so you make these gods in the godless worlds to be celebrities by turning them into influencers. I thought that was so dope. I thought it was so dope, so original. There was nothing else like it on TV. Kamikatsu, that's my number nine. Before we continue, uh, I always say I did like the concept and like the twist at the end mill with low-key revealing shit, like how it was in Radisikai. I really liked that. I think my problem was after the sex stuff is where it started getting ridiculous. Like Plot-wise, I feel like it just fell off after that. It is like random episodes. Mm. I think that was where I was with it. They kept the sex stuff after that, and I felt like they always interweaved, wove it into the plot going forward, which I thought was cool. I the, the idol twist at the end when they literally turned, you know, uh, Mikama to an idol, like like a singing yeah. idol. I thought that was cool. They they learned how yeah. to play instruments and they they went and got yeah, their, yeah. yeah they but, got their but 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 there was definitely intrigue there though. I will say that yeah. I don't regret picking up in that regard. My number nine. Ethan. Hmm. My number nine is Hell's Paradise. Wow. Number nine is Hell's Paradise. What? Yeah. I mean, when it boils down to it, I enjoyed the hell out of Hell's Paradise. Um, the concept is unique. The the, the animation and the well, the animation is okay. It's it's good. The um the artwork and the the background like uh style that was really well done um the uh like matt and i had discussed during our finale earlier on in the in episode in the previous episode when it boils down to it you know it was it started off pretty good there was a lull for me in the middle and then it, it finished really really strong um but when it boils down to it like i just 
the again this is the theme for the rest of like my list is really when it boils down to it i just enjoy the other shows more than i enjoyed hell's paradise um in my opinion hell's paradise is the the weakest of the dark triad um it's weaker than chainsaw mass certainly weaker than jujitsu kaisen um but it's still a really good you know a really good show really much looking forward to season two um hoping that they can improve on it from that front um like i said the, the last couple episodes finished the, the, the story really strong um and yeah that's where i'm at really with with hell's paradise all right good job All right. Number nine, Mashal. Okay. Magic. Wait, 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 wait. Nine is Mashal for you? That was your shit. Yeah, it was, but I just like the other stuff. You could have won that bet. I put I put money this was in your top three. Ethan, you could have got a whole dub out of me, bro. He 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 said he said top five too. What that is the biggest shocker for me. No, nah, nah, I don't get me wrong. I fucking you love Mashal. Yeah, I got you there. <laughs> Damn. No, nah, it was funny, but you know what? There's a couple episodes where they're just okay. But if you if you're gonna go in there expecting like a full on show to action type thing, you're gonna be very disappointed because again, it's just fucking gag. It's one punch man meets Harry Potter. Let's be real what it is. But I love I love the vulnerability of Mash, but again, I just love these other shows better. I enjoy this one so much though. I, I, this is stuff I would definitely recommend, especially if you are a fan of One Punch Man or just gag comedy in general. But you'll definitely get laughs. You'll get some of the funny characters. You get people who fake their protagonists when they're really not. You'll get funny little fights or just how the fuck did Mash do that? Never got those, especially when they're playing Quidditch, how he was flying with just kicking his feet in the air. But no, definitely, Mash is still stuff I would recommend to people. All right. Number eight. Back it up. All right, all right. For me, number eight. Number eight was an anime that I really appreciated for the bounce, the leaps and bounds they took with uh, animating it, the guest directors, um, just stacking the story, making it intriguing, the social commentary. I really thought it was really dope. My only issue was I got I, I got to the end and I didn't piece all the pieces together. I, I literally needed the internet to tell me, oh shit, I didn't. I don't know. My mind didn't put the pieces together, and I feel like I gotta credit the creators for it. So, Heavenly Delusions is my number eight. I enjoyed it, but like the internet is the one who told me that these monsters were these kids. Because I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even figure that shit out till I got to the end, and I seen old girl reach towards the sky. I was like, oh, that shot her with the bandages. Damn, and I thought that was pretty cool, but I was so confused most of that damn show. I ain't gonna lie, I would prefer it dubbed. I ain't gonna lie to you, I'd prefer that shit dubbed. If I could go well, back and read it dub, I would. Yeah, that, well, it's it's there on Hulu, so. I really enjoy Heavenly Delusions. Heavenly Delusions really tackle some very adult and very dark themes from suicide to uh the r word like they really had they triggered me with that episode like mm-hmm. yeah that was, that was very uncomfortable yeah, mm-hmm. really, and not too many anime got me out of my skin but um i wasn't they, they confused me with 
is this the past? Is this the future? Is this the present? What is going mm-hmm. on? Like mm-hmm. they could have they could have defined and told me definitely this is the past and let let the dots connect. I I it was a failed Quentin Tarantino attempt at me. I meant to me, but it was still good. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. it's four out of five for me. Mm-hmm. 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 Number eight. Yep. Number eight. Ultra. Another show that I picked up really late on and thoroughly enjoyed it a lot more than I really thought I would. Skip and Loafer. I'll accept it. Skip and Loafer is my number eight. Um, at the end of the day, it as I as I said in the previous episode, it is the quintessential definition of what a slice of life is. The only reason why I didn't rank it higher, honestly, is I wanted a little bit more from the ending. It was a nice, wholesome ending. It, it gave us a little bit of room for season two, obviously, which I'm very much looking forward to. But I wanted something a little bit more impactful. And I felt that the other seven shows ahead of it had more, well, with the exception of Gundam. Um, the other seven shows had more impactful finales. Um, and I think that's something that kind of differentiates skipping loafer from the rest of them. But as a whole, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I would hear you talk about it. I would hear you and Starman just going back and forth on it. And I was like, all right, you know what? I got time. I could binge one. Let me pick up skipping loafer. I watched it in about 48 hours. Um, I watched it basically. It took me like two or three days to watch the whole thing. And um, I love the ride. I love the characters. Mitsumi is amazing. Um, Sosuke is my guy. Yuzuki, I absolutely adore. The other characters that are on the show are really solid. Um, they really put a lot of emphasis in giving you backstories and reasons to care about those characters. And I very much appreciate that in anime when you can balance the the other side characters or alternative characters to the MC and make them valuable and show why they're valuable. I love that. So um, yeah, Skipping Loafer was my number eight. Number eight, Hell's Paradise. Okay, we're one off. No, no, I, I no, this this picked up great near the end, especially with um, once we got to Tenzin's death after, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, I was like, oh shit, now we're cooking. Yep. The only problem is it just it just took that while to get there. Yeah. Go fuck, like ah, son of a. Yeah. I love the concepts of it. I love the fights. I love the sequences of it. Again, the team works for when they do fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the atmosphere. But visually, is stunning, especially the mm-hmm. roses, the forests, the temples. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It took a while for me to get to Gabi Mara. I thought they just liked him because he had a wife, and fans, most fans don't. But mm. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, I, I but it took me with to get Gabi Maru. So mm-hmm. like you know, not, a, not my favorite character, but I get I get why he said best boy for sure. And. Yeah, I get. I just like the other characters. Some of the some of them felt wasted. Like, oh shit! Like this giant guy. Oh, it looks like a badass. He, but he just dies. The dumb giant looking one. But oh. but yeah, but yeah. But we got. But yeah, it was more about the Tencent. More about more about the, more about the, the concepts of it and just everything surrounding it. But yeah, we're getting a season two. I cannot wait. I know they'll probably wrap up in season three because it is done. Mm. It's, it's just how they. This is how they want to do it. But yeah, Hell's Paradise for short. Hey. Cool. Number seven. Number seven was one of the most annoying shows to watch the entire season. There wasn't a Sunday I tried to watch this shit where Crunchyroll wasn't fucking crashed because it's the biggest anime of the fucking season. People shitted on it and called it mid the whole season when the whole time they just had to binge it from the beginning to end. 
I like this season just as much as the entertainment art. I am talking about none other than Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer did not drop a ball. They didn't drop a bar. They didn't drop a half a bar. They didn't drop a half a point. Demon Slayer was just as good this season to me as it was last season. <laughs> it's consistent. It's the, one of the most consistent anime show or shown in anime that is like out and it deserved it, it premiered in time fucking square the finale premiered which got spoiled the nezuku shit got spoiled for me because the internet just had to fucking tell me like they just had to spoil the nezuku did it or was it because you had to read the internet no bro it, it's, it's i didn't think because it premiered in Times square the day before so all that shit was online like and i just randomly called it and i was like fuck some you know somebody in the group just posted it and I was like damn there it is right there, but um even with them po- even with them spoiling uh you know Nezuko which kind of ruined that whole oh my god is she gonna die and she wasn't because I know she wasn't yeah um, bro just- Lucero did that for me in the group but I I'm glad Lucero's I didn't get second story. part where she um, talked I didn't get that Misora's backstory uh Gonzo's uh backstory. This nigga had American breathing, shooting motherfuckers with a gun. Thought that yeah. shit was bad. Oh, God, God breathing, man. <laughs> the American breathing was fire. Shit. Like, like my boy, like did thunder breathing. Like, man, it was just all the backstories that I got from everybody. I got everybody, and that's the, the best part about the season. No one talks about it's all the backstories. They actually shit on it because of the backstories. I thought the backstories in the middle of the fight was just good. Bleach. <laughs> But I feel like Demon Slayer perfected giving you a backstory during tense moments. That's why it's my number seven. Okay. Uh, Guys. You dead. Guys, stop it! Fucking cats, bro. He's he's got the sandals. He's got to send them to Jesus. I swear to God, I fucking was about to whip out the chancleta. Fucking Hinata, bro. Um, Number seven was a show that you guys ranked, uh, I would say, very higher. In terms of the uh, where it is on the honorable mentions, but I don't normally watch this type of show. I've said it so many times. My heart was in my throat so much throughout this season, but it was a welcome change of pace when it was all said and done. Um, I, I, admittedly, I don't watch shows of similar ilk in real life. So for me to be able to watch this is, was definitely a, a real change of pace. My number seven was My Home Hero. Good job, Ethan. My home hero. At the end of the day, when it boils down to it, the story was really, really well told. Um, the drama aspect, the cliffhangers were all really well done. I can understand y'all points in terms of it being a little bit slow in the middle. Um, I didn't feel that way at all. Like I said, my heart was in my throat watching it every single episode. Um, like I said plenty of times in the previous episode, Kasen was that bitch. She was the most down ass person. And when it boils down to it, I think there is a lot of relatability when it boils down to, you know, what would you do for your family? Like I would kill for my family. This guy literally killed twice over for his family and for himself. You know, it was fight or flight. It was, you know, for the betterment of, of my daughter's life. And, you know, by reality, god damn these freaking cats, bro. Um, bro, no, she's fucking hissing. No, but um, what's it called? You know, I was a little bit perturbed, more so by the fact that you know, honestly, it could have all been avoided if fucking Tetsuo had just been like, "Fuck it, I don't care if the fucking internet sees my little dinky. It don't matter. Like he's got a good support system. Like his coworkers probably wouldn't have said shit. Like you know, like he helped out them. Like he would have been in." to like a lot of hell 
but I don't think the hell that he would have received would have compared to the hell that he went through uh, throughout that season. That's my only little like thing when it boils down to it. But as a whole, um, I enjoyed the series. I can't say I read ahead. I do know that basically when the season two happens, there's going to be a time skip. I won't tell you how long. Um, I'll just tell you both right now, there'll be a significant time skip from the time that it ended in the finale, which again, I thought the finale was really strong. It was one of those dude. I'm about to fucking beat these cats. Hold on. Guys. Munchy bitch. Uh, Peter is going <laughs> to get your ass. Bro. They don't listen. I ain't hit they them. Said, I, I, I threw it at the door. I threw it at the door. I didn't throw it at the cats. See, door. Door. Slipper. It's down there. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought the, st- the story was really well told uh, with the finale. Um, gave you that little bit of intrigue, let you know. Like, it, unless you were to go on the internet, you wouldn't have known. Like, damn, is this it? I guess you'll never know. That's a really good conclusion, in my opinion, um, with that cliffhanger in particular. So, yeah, number seven, my home hero, like you said, um, Starman would definitely recommend it to people that are even outside of anime watching in particular. I thought it was that strong. Good job. All right, number seven. Dangers in my heart. Mm. So, seven, six, and five, you can rotate them around, honestly, mm-hmm. if I'm being perfectly honest. Mm. But, good. It was you can't make me you can't make me frown today. Yeah. Fucking I am make I, 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 not the intention to make you frown. No, I I did love this. I love, yeah, it took a while to get there, but after episode three, yeah, it was just a straight up banger with the romance. I all of it. Like I love Yamada, I love Ichikawa. There's their growth as characters and mm-hmm. as a couple as they kept going. Then I just you just love to see it. Mm-hmm. Even with the even with the annoying sister. Yeah, you know, she's a little too much at times, but everyone had a everyone had a purpose. <laughs> Except mm-hmm. for the, except for like the free horny, except for the free horny teens, I could, I could live, I could, I can give or take without them. But yeah, yep, yep. It was more about Yamada Ishikawa. Mm-hmm. Even the cre- even the creepy guy had a, he had a purpose because he made them, made Ishikawa stand up for Yamada and for himself. So I feel fighting. like season two, he's got to punch him in the face. That's the next, that's the next level. I would love for him to just straight up punch him in the. That's the next level. He's gonna have to be like, bro, back off my girl. What? Keep her name out your fucking mouth. Man, I see, you know something? I see Ichikawa. I see Ichikawa losing that fight and Yamada giving up the, the cheeks then. Right, so number six. Did you say take six? A deep breath? You say yeah. take a deep, oh, I thought you said take a deep breath. I was like, oh God, what are you going to hit us with? Oshinoko at six? Oh, no, 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 no. My number six is, uh, what's my six? Oh, yeah. My number six was Hell's Paradise. Okay. okay. That's right. Um, It was Hell's Paradise for the simple fact that, um, like I kind of said in the last episode, it was like the duality. It was just like, it was so much religion. It was so much like spirituality. It was just, it was so much. Like I've really practiced. I saw that. Yeah, trying to tell. Right by my cat's tail. Cat. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like Taoism, them breaking down actual Taoism and like the samurai fights, just like the swords, like the moves they did, like the ninjas. Like I don't, like, I like ninjas, man. I'm talking ninja scroll type shit, bro. I I don't see. I ain't talking these Naruto fucking rainbow bright ass ninjas. I'm talking about real deal ninjas. Like I really, I really appreciated that. Like them giving us some. That was cool. I was. I really appreciate them giving me some ninjas and some samurai. I thought that was really dope. 
Um, visually, this shit was stunning. Um, I think the visuals really put it over the top. But um, oh, it's just like the abilities that these ninjas were able to pull off. I, I, ninjas and samurai chopping each other up. And then you get us a little etchy fan service in there with the girl drinking and, you know, getting all sticky icky. Yeah, man, that was dope. No, she would never um, run out of lube. That was my number six. Did I did I lose y'all or did y'all lose me? We lost you for a bit. I accidentally kicked my, I kicked my router. Nothing unplugged, but I kicked it on accident. What you I was trying to sweep with my foot. My bad. My number six? Is that me? Yep. Number six? Yep. Okay. And now my cat's choking. Good job. Good job. You're choking now. Good job. Peter, Peter, Peter would love this. <laughs> Good job. No, he's choking on a hairball. I know the difference between throw up and, ch- and choking on a hairball. Um, Number six. Dangers in my heart. Okay. Dangers in my heart was number six. Um, As you guys have already eloquently said, this is a show that was on the verge of being dropped. I've said it plenty of times already. To me, it was a school shooter. Meets the the girl with the with the with the eating with the eating uh, disorder. It was cringe. It was the Netflix awesome. version. Yeah, it was the Netflix <laughs> version. It was it was not my vibe. But it when it started to grow, when things started to really be revealed, it really picked up. And you know, like I said, I, I put Insomniacs ahead of it just because of <laughs> the type of ro- romance that I like. Um, the other aspect of it, yes, yeah, spoiler. The other aspect of it, like we had mentioned before, which Starman didn't realize that they were in still in middle school. And so that kind of puts me off ever so slightly. Not a hell of a lot. I'm not like Angel that devalues any sort of romance based off of the fact that they're not adults. But um, just in terms of I think the biggest the biggest thing about the show that made it jump so much is the inner turmoil that Ichikawa has. And you find that out in the final episode when it boils down to it. Ichikawa is the way he is because of the fact that he just has misguided like opinions on success. The whole reason why he starts separating himself from people is because of the fact his two best friends in elementary school got into a prestigious middle school and he didn't. He failed the test. And so he felt less than and he wanted to disassociate himself from the world. That's why he started reading the murder books. I'm sure he has general interest in them. He creeped them out. He creeped people out by the fact that he wants to read about death and murder and things like that. And I was a turn off to people and he was perfectly fine with shunning everybody away. And he needed some sort of bright light. He needed somebody to be there for him. Most boys his age will look for a homie. He found the the prettiest, most beautiful girl in, in the whole school. And just by being himself and not being one of those creeps that's constantly after Yamada, which I'm sure that's what she was used to in the first place, he set himself above that. And by being himself and being genuine, he set himself above that. And then through setting himself above that and coming to find his first love, he was able to really, um, what's it called, really fight that inner demon. You see in the final episode where he has this idea of this macho man self. And he's like, who are you? He's like, I'm the you that you want to be. And I thought that was really real because at the end of the day, I think everybody kind of has that idea of what, you know, what they dream of being, what they thought they could be versus what they are, what they look like, et cetera. And so he's still at that age where he can still develop into something that resembles that, um, which is a good thing for him in terms of just, you know, overall like fictional like idea of hoping. But um still, I thought just the the growth, the character growth beyond a shadow of a doubt is biggest is the biggest, I should say, and most actively displayed in Ichikawa. And there was something very redeeming about that. I cannot wait for season two. 
um, when this drops. And I hope to get some some finality with their relationship and that it blossoms into a whole new like realm. And uh, yeah, and of course, obviously, the sexually suggested themes um, that were suggested were there. Ichikawa was a real one. He got horny. He went to the bathroom, beat his meat. That was fucking funny to me. Every time he did it, every time he saw Yamada, he fucking popped the boner. That was real. That's adolescence at its fucking core right there for a boy. I respect that. Oh, man. Look at you about a ball crying. Yeah. No. Six, bro. Like, no, no. Big. Look, before I continue, <laughs> let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Six, six, yeah. Six and five. They are great in their own right. But if we're going by a satisfying conclusion, I didn't get it here. Gundam. Mm. Oh, Gund- to me, Gundam. I, I will. I will say I had it in four, then three, then two, like in my rank. Then these last couple episodes, it's like what happened, and then can't blame you. Is this? I I feel blue ball. It lost its spot and, because of that too. Yeah, right? I, I, I I felt blue ball in that in that regard. Like there was no conclusions in anything. Like you can you can even show a simple fucking wedding. With fucking Soleta and Miorin. I get I get Chinese censorships and all that shit, but you couldn't show there was nothing I had there was like nothing was solved. No one learned anything. Just life goes on. And all of a sudden everyone's happy after all the death and everything that happened in the in the fucking middle and then the fucking beginning. Just it's it was like a different tone. Like it's it's like I wasn't watching God. They could have, you know what they could have done even I agree with Starman's point where they could have extended it a bit more. Um, I would have, you know what I would have liked to have seen before it got to that happy place. I would have liked to have seen like maybe like six months to a year after all the events and have someone like me or um, going through like PTSD for everything she went through, have Gwell go to like, have go deal with PTSD through all he went through, see him and Lauda have like a real like discussion back and forth an emotional back and forth. I think that would have lended more credence to seeing the finale. I would say, yeah, this I would say this have one of the more self-destructive, like the little brother self-destructive and Gwell trying to reach out, but he's just not giving him that he's not giving him that time of day. I would like to see more of that. Just I'm mad. We're fighting. I'm sorry. Okay, I forgive. That's the essential of what it is. You just like I, know, to see I, the I, I love the fight, but it's like well, that was like a spam of like five minutes, not even. I literally called it though. I was like, Gwell's gonna die. And you were like, and you were like, maybe. And he was on the verge of death, and then he was saved. Yeah, but that's that those self shit, the sacrifice stuff like that, like like father, like son. Sure, that's nice and all, but now you're giving him the trauma of two dead people and like two dead family members. That's real. That would have been more respectable in some <sighs> capacity, right? Yeah, but now if he's like happy at the end, like fuck no. But yeah, technical reasons. Number six. All right. I can I yeah. can respect that. Top five, baby. Number five. Oh, we at the top five. All right. Now, yeah, now top five. Top five, dead or alive. So here's my official answer for the record. Kiss my ass. I apologize for nothing. I concede nothing. I will never surrender even a single inch of ground to a pitchfork mob of degenerate morons. Was that Joe Biden? My number five. Hmm? Was that Joe Biden? No, it wasn't. I'll tell you who it is after Mike. All right. My number five was my favorite, my favorite slice of life this season. From the music to the animation to the characters to everything that they blended together, no other rom-com slice of life matched the vibe. This This show was a whole fucking vibe. No other show was a vibe like this one in that vein. 
especially not assignments which did not make my list. It was never gonna make my list. Weakest link of the fucking season. Fuck it. It don't even touch my boy. Deadly. I ain't seen no confession like this since Rim got rejected. Like that shit hurt. Yeah, that's true. I did not mention that, and that is a valid point. I put my bro. Yeah, it was always and what I told you. It was gonna know. always be a Kanye. It was always a Kanye. No, it, I agree. I agree. It was going to be a kind of, but you're right. I I regret not mentioning that rejection. You are absolutely Honestly, right. Honestly, Yamada, absolutely. it was the fact that when Ida put him on the spot, he was like, sure, let's date. He was just so calm. His confession was like, nah, for real. Like, let's go. She was like, man, you ain't serious. He was like, nah, bitch, I ain't playing. Like, I like that confession. It was so nonchalant. Like, damn, bro, that was the most coolest confession I've ever heard. It wasn't, a, I love you. It was just like, you got girl, me. Like, I like you. He's like, you out my league. I like you. And she ran from the school festival. Oh, girl, see, he's smiling. Maybe I can shoot my shot. I'm like, nah, baby, he gone. But the only reason she saw mm-hmm. him the way she did was because Akane just changed Yamada. He he became, I like the character. The, his character growth was so slick. Once you get to the end and you realize he's being more self-aware, he's considering other people's feelings more. He's considering, like, the world around him more. And, um, yeah, man, loving Yamada at level 999 made my top five. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that show, man. Um, I loved it, man. Loving Yamada. Love it. I love loving Yamada, man. I can't wait for the next season. Um, when they get their grown folks on with this, with this anime. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I seen, I seen some of the, the clips of that. that. Or not the clips, but the, the minor panels. Ooh, I cannot wait to see that either. You're, you're they right. They steamy, hey, bro. They grown. They grown. Akane's in college. And, you know, he, you know, he's a, he's a senior in high school. I'm like, hey, they right. got needs. They got needs. I, yeah. I, don't I like it. They got needs. I don't blame them. That's a four out of five for me. Just, I mean, uh, if you're going by the things, everything from everything from eleven on. Well, I think, oh, yeah. I, I know yeah. twelve. I think I gave Konosuba four. Um, it was a week four, but I gave it a four. Everything from Doctor Stone onwards for me has been fours. Um, yeah. There's only I only gave two fives. Funny enough, I only gave two fives. Number one, number two. Um. Anyway, my number five, Heavenly Delusion. That finale put it above the Danger finale. Dangers was in my five for the longest. And, uh, yeah, like I said, Delusion really stuck out. I agree with Starman's point in terms of the confusion. For me, that takes me out of it just a tiny bit. Um, I would have liked it to have been more clear cut. But honestly, Matt, you're the reason why you sold me for this being anime being so well. Truth be told, for the majority of the season, I had it like seven, eight, somewhere around there. And the more you kept telling me like the little things that the internet was telling you or that you were reading, the more I'll, I was I'll, like, I'll get to why I talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the more like you told me those little like little Easter eggs, the more I was like, get the fuck out of here. No fucking way. That's fucking wicked. And you already touched on it last uh when we gave the awards. Uh, the animation at various points was stupendous. Um, it was solid throughout. Uh, musical composition itself lended itself really well in order to to capture uh, the seriousness or the joyfulness of whatever scene that you were going through. And um, again, the heavy anything with heavy undertones is always going to rank high as long as it's done right. Uh, the 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 a sexual assault scene was very very powerful and disturbing. It left an impression in terms of my grading in a good way, but in terms of my mental like idea, I was shocked. Um, I'm not like Starman who didn't watch anime for three days because of Oshi or just stopped watching anime the rest of the night because of, of that scene in, in, uh, in delusion. I, I watched anime for two days after that shit. I, no, I, I went, I, a game, I took maybe a couple hours and then I went, all right, I went back in it. 
but mm-hmm. it's still but i was still thinking about it for a long period of time i was like just damn bro robin is such a dog ass motherfucker bro like i really wanted maru to kill robin so fucking bad and that fucking what the stockholm syndrome that fucking that kirika went through like no don't kill that him wasn't stockholm. that was just genuinely like bro let's just get the fuck on from this shit bro it's like Mm-mm, man but no like like i said the little the, it was really matt selling me on the little easter eggs that made me put this so high um i enjoyed the season very much um the finale is one of those where we got a good finale it was a good finale but it didn't have that like it didn't have that like punch for me again same thing i wanted more emphasis on it and it was good solid it was really good finale but it just didn't have that like that that conclusiveness and it left me wanting more in a good way but at the same time delusion does a good job of answering questions in the right time and leaving you with more questions I was a little upset at the fact that it left me with far more questions that I'm not going to get the answers to unless I go spoil myself on the internet, which Bruh, I have to do. That's my issue with it. So, yeah. So, I mean, I can't rate it higher than what it was, but truth be told, Matt is the reason why Heavenly Delusion for me is number five. Um, again, it's another anime that's kind of out of my element. Um, I don't necessarily watch a lot of these shows that are very mysterious from that front. Um, but I mean, it checks all the boxes for a really solid anime. It's a solid suggestion, um, for anybody that watches any of those type of like mysterious shows or those supernatural shows, um, definitely would recommend it. And very much, like I said, looking forward to season two. So heavenly illusion for me is my numero cinco. All right. Number five, man. Number five, Insomniac. I get why you didn't love it. I can agree, but oh, you, don't, you don't have to support me. No, 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 I'm... no, no. I do, I do. I'm not gonna say fuck you. You're wrong, but I'm not supporting that nigga. Fuck it, that... he's wrong. Well, no, 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 no. He already broke my heart with Skip and Loafer. We're fine. We're fine. It's fine. <laughs> but no, I, I understand. This it's just the fact of finding one another. It wasn't like a rom com. I got the drama, slice of life aspects of it. There was a little bit of romance in there as they grow together as characters. Mm-hmm. That was how me and my spouse were. Like we had traumatic shit happen to us. Mm-hmm. We were able to find comfort in one another so and support, and then and then the support of one another in that as this this. Just how they are and just human beings. Just, you just get that connectivity. You just find stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's more of they couldn't sleep. We found out why they couldn't sleep. That I was... understand. I understand why they couldn't the sleep. Yeah, the trauma, yeah. Be, trauma being abandonment. Like, is it like I like does what they yeah. is if it's the next day, you it's like you can't guarantee what the next day's gonna be. <laughs> Your mom leaves, and you think that maybe if I stayed awake, I could have. She could have said goodbye to me, or I could have stopped her from leaving. Yeah, and, like, God, or or, really or, or find out why. Yeah, now yeah. it's just more of, like, is it is it me? Is it the dad? My mom, bro. Like, was she depressed? Is it because I didn't like the trip? Was it is she having an affair? It could have been a lot bro, of things. Anime mm-hmm. moms be trash. We gotta one day do this anime mom shit because anime moms get off mm-hmm. way too easy. They yeah, in anime, the moms are their backs, and American animation is always a dad. But on the other hand, um, you know. Imagine going to sleep thinking you ain't gonna wake up, so you won't sleep because you're scared that if you go to sleep, your heart gonna stop. Yeah, like, like the trauma. That's real. 
But then also thinking about, you know, I'll get into it. That's fine. I'll get into it. Uh, The trauma was real. The intimacy was real. So I can't knock that show. It was other shows that pulled me in more. But by no means was this a bad anime. It didn't pull me in like that. And visually, honestly, if the visuals knocked it out the part to me, I felt like I probably would have definitely made my top ten, but it visually just didn't do it for me. But I, 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 I do wish we, I do wish we had more stars, like more of yeah, that, more stars, like, or like, like the, oh, like the Northern Lights type, or like a Northern stars. Lights type of. Type do they of happen in Japan? Yes, Japan got stars. Got no, Northern, Northern, Northern Lights. Northern Lights. No, Northern Lights. That's like in the, the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, it's like yeah. I was saying, I don't think it happens in the. Northern. I have a, I saw a little bit of it when we're when we're in Ice. Mm. But no, like it, again, it's it's just the growth. It's just the connect the connection that they had through through trauma, through stuff that happened to them, and just reassuring them, like actually treat them as like actual people. Because people thought uh, Ganto was just this asshole, socially awkward piece of shit type of thing. He was just really want to talk to him. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But they like no one, like, no one took the chance to approach him or. Oh. Get to know him, except for that one friend, and then, yeah, then her, yeah. So it's, it's stuff like that, and it's more as a finale. I just it felt satisfying to me. That's why I prefer that over Gundam because it was a satisfying mm-hmm. conclusion. I, I got I got what I wanted out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I support. I support. Good to see. You. I just thought about something I'll talk about momentarily. Well, we'll get to you. Number four. Number four. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, oh god, oh man, oh god, oh man. Gundam? For me? No, for. Man, I love this anime. This anime was the most fun I had every fucking week. I didn't pick this shit up until week eight of its fucking airing. But when I started watching this show, first episode, I was like, man. Second episode, I was like, Man, third episode, I was like, okay, this shit fire. Next episode, this shit fire. Oh, Next episode, this shit fire. When my nigga picked them up and, well, bro, Marshall, 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 man, I don't know how I rank Marshall higher than you. Marshall I know, I know. Marshall was fun. Like, it wasn't really funny. I didn't laugh much. But when Mash started punching niggas in the fucking face and suplexing bitches, it was up. He OP'd as fuck. He, he, he's OP'd as fuck. He's dead serious. He don't give a fuck. I'm like, oh, nah, bro. This man is Asta and One Punch Man put together. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, he don't give a fuck. But Mash gave no fucks. And then the hill hop music in the background, like, it just pumped me up. The sound he's, a good, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. I, I, love, I love how they design. I love the thick lines that they used to design the characters. I love the blue palette that fucking just made everything fucking pop. It was predictable as fuck. You knew he was going to watch these dudes. Every episode, you knew he was going to watch but the you, bad But you were entertained by it. Even though he watched the bad guys in every episode, like he's like, come and challenge me. And he's like, bro, I'm going to punch you in the nose. I'm going to hit you in the face. I'm gonna su- When he grabbed one butt and just suplexed, I was like, oh, no, nah, bro, it's over with. He was doing wrestling moves. Like, Mash was just ridiculous, bro. Like, eating, making new swords, like... Dude put unlimited blade works and he made a chair Game of Thrones chair out of the shit, man. No, Marshall is my highest recommended anime of the season. If you look, if you're watching this, watch Marshall. If you didn't watch Marshall, go watch Marshall. Marshall yes, is the most go watch Marshall. 
Master I will say that. Definitely watch it. Any, I think it's a must. <laughs> Master, honestly, action-wise, man, Demon Slayer got them visuals and they had them samurai fights, but Master was just more fun. Master is an easy watch. It's a it's an easy and oh it's yeah dope. it's it's a very easy watch yeah and I saw the first five episodes dub before I switched to uh Japanese but and the dub is fantastic the dub nails it it's perfect it's like they ran it through a dub machine it's fantastic man Marshall's number four man I love that fucking well, show I'm glad Thank I got you. I'm glad Thank I got you, you to watch you're man, welcome the best recommendation you've ever given me bro. Thank yeah. you thanks for telling me to pick that up man I also uh, he's the same voice actor as Gabi Morrow that's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mashal. I love Mashal, man. That show was so much fucking fun. It was so fun. Uh, Damn. Cool. I can't, I can't wait for season two. Thanks. Cool. All right, number four. Insomniacs after school. And for me, it's for all the points that Matt alluded to. The two other points that I wanted to make while you were making your points, Matt, in terms of Starman's point of um, dealing with, his, his, uh, with Marguerite's trauma, I think Ganta's trauma in particular really hits home, I guess, for me, from my perspective, because Ganta's trauma uh, in terms of his his insomnia is basically he doesn't want to wake up because he doesn't want sorry. He doesn't want to go to sleep because he doesn't want the better day to end. He knows that the next day is going to be worse than the last day. And that's a really sobering and depressing thought. Like every, I think everyone has those moments in their life where you just have like a really, really fucking good day, and you know the next day because of a yeah. reason. Also, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's more that's why Gabi Morrow tries so sorry, not Gabi. Uh, Gata, he tries so hard to yeah. have these planned there because basically it doesn't go his way. Yeah, even too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> I I think Starman said he should go to therapy. But this is another one of those dudes. That he probably oh, should. absolutely. He absolutely should. He should go to therapy. And the second point, you know, it's funny that I agree with your point 100%, Matt, in terms of the finale giving me exactly what I wanted. In hindsight, though, literally over the last hour, I literally thought of something it didn't give me that I wanted. I wanted to have a satisfying conclusion with his father. And we didn't get that. And That's I hope now I hope we get a season two. So we can get some finality from that front. The father and the son need to have a conversation. They need to have a clearing of the air. Come to Jesus between them. And I, I don't know in terms of what Ganta's seeing from his father's perspective. Between them, huh? Did you say I come to Jesus between them? Yeah, yeah. They need to. They they need to. They need to sit down. They need to really hash it out because everything that we got from the anime shows that Ganta's father is a very meek man that does everything that he can for his son and just doesn't quite understand his son and Gonta sure as hell doesn't understand his father I say or his wife for that matter well I mean that's a whole separate thing that you know we'll get they could they could get into it but I don't think that the the, the mother's gone the wife is gone she's the bad girl right now in this instance I would like to get clarity in terms of his father's perspective and I would love to see that develop and have that like clarity from that perspective um in terms of the rest of the series though like i said it was just it was so fun so wholesome i really like how they established the the friends ukagawa was a real one honestly if it wasn't for Ata being so good from yamada i probably would have given it to ukagawa as a, as a supporting male character because he was really 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 good he was ganta's only friend up until the, the beginning of the series basically and he was down for him like he's like listen dude like i want to help you 
you know, but you can't do this. And, you know, when people were making fun of Gonsar, they were like, in his head, like, he didn't like go out his way to like openly defend him, but he, he didn't like, you know, partake in that. He's like, you know, Gonsar's got his circumstances. You know, y'all don't, y'all don't know. I've known him for so long and he's been through some stuff that makes him the way he is. Um, so Ukagawa was a real one. And then even the girls, like, you know, they were like, oh, in their head, you can kind of tell just based off of their responses, the way that Maguri would talk about him. They were like, you like him? Really? That fucking asshole? But the more that, you know, they got to see Gonta the person and they got to see him outside of being just a tired guy in class that fucking made no effort and still did really well, um, the more that they came to appreciate and support them. And, they, you know, the girls obviously support Marguerite far more than Gonza, but at the same time, you know, everybody's cool with everybody. Um, I love, I also chuckled at the dynamic between, um, what's her face, uh, the blonde girl and the, um, the tall girl that played baseball. And there was something there. Um, so I enjoyed that piece as well. Um, yeah, like I said, it was just an overall fun show. Um, you know what? Like I said, in hindsight, Dangers is the better. To me, Dangers is the better. I'll give you Dangers is the better romance in terms of the But Insomniacs, to me, is still the show I enjoyed more. So that's why I gave it number four. Thank you for the clarity. <clears throat> yeah. Alrighty, number four, Heavenly Delusions. I I love this show, and yeah, it was one of those you have to pay attention, otherwise you will miss it. That's why there were times I actually had to watch an episode twice. Mm. No, because basically I was in these discussion for like talking about this is like wait what did that happen there's like go look back okay so basically that's where i realized okay i have to pay real close attention so even though i didn't convey it correctly during our recordings i do apologize for that as a problem of mine just just watching it by myself i paid attention to those details of everything going on that's like it, it's slowly easier but the fact that it had it required the most attention people might not fully get into it because people just they just want to, they just want to mellow down, relax, chill, and watch something without having to think. <laughs> and with uh, Mimi Hime, you find out her being a patient. You get, I kind of got that, like not from the finale, but from when she was when she was trying to talk to that girl with the glasses, the little girl, and how she was like, and her fears were being experimented on, afraid of needles and all this, and that person messed up was experimented on a lot, <laughs> and. That is the fact that she was able to die as a human. And then we and when she gave the guy that, that button and that's the thing that he held in that episode before he shot himself, like, okay, now it's it's circling to me. It's circling to me. Mm. That's like what the fuck happened to these kids? And then yeah, it is confirmed they didn't show yet that these kids were the other monsters. Uh, I do hope they explore because yeah, it shows that yeah, these Kids were probably experimented on, and for mm-hmm. Mimi Hime, she had that mercy kill, <laughs> mm-hmm. unlike everyone else. Mm. The rest of it was too late. But we don't know about Tokyo yet. Like, I love the mysteries. The production quality of it is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the characters, and again, it, it it was confusing to find out if it was the past or not. But once you find out it was the past, things start to make more sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with what's going on with Maru and Kikuru. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody's coming in full phone. circle. What? Mm-hmm. You can put down your phone. Yes. Put it down. What? No, yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, he good. He good. He good. 
I, I do this all the time. I know I'm fucking with you. Yeah. I'm, pick, I'm picking out my hentai for the night. Yeah. Oh god. I yeah, really but, am. Still enough. Uh, we don't need no. Uh, we're gonna demonetize. It's all the Korean. <laughs> it is all the Korean porn laws. No, la 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 la. But yeah, but Korean it's just the engagement was. of a community involved with it. This made me appreciate a lot more. Again, the guest directors. Everything that's about it. I I love it. I cannot recommend yeah. this enough. If you're into that adventure, yeah. yeah. Thinking about it. But yeah, number four. Emily. You and I met on several of these. Are just one or two off. It's very interesting. More or less, yeah. Number three. Top three. Top three. All right. This show was at one point my number one. But as you guys have numerously pointed out, finale sucked. It was rushed. It was actually based on Shakespeare's Tempest. I learned that. Shout out to Andrew and eat the cake. Shout out. Someone oh, told me. Yeah, my friend Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't if know that. Wow. If you read Shakespeare, you know how this was going to end. And guess what? It didn't end too far from how Shakespeare ended Tempest. I didn't know that. Never read Tempest. We didn't, wasn't required reading in high school. But what I will <laughs> say is um, Gundam Witch. Gundam the Witch from Mercury. Um, Gee, Witch. Shout out. They, they took elements from Revolutionary Girl Utna. They did several callbacks from Gundam series. The character design is phenomenal. We got our first female lead protagonist in a Gundam series ever. She wasn't a co-lead. She was the sole lead. Um, the guys were washed. Um, I felt like I would have loved more of the background characters to really be, you know, a little more to them. On a more personal note, felt like Choo Choo was, was black-coated, and I would have loved for them to lean in that a little bit more, but they did not, but I get it. Whatever the fuck. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the dub. Um, surprisingly enough, um, but um, I really appreciate the, rep- uh, the representation. I loved how you know some characters were skinny, some characters were were big, some characters were dark skinned. A lot of characters were dark skinned. Um, I really appreciated that the politics. It was a typical Gundam series. Where does to answer your question from early, Ethan? Where does it stack along Gundam series? Mm-hmm. I think which from Mercury. If the ending wasn't the way it ended, um. Gundam series don't always have the best endings. Let me just say that. Right. They like mm. as far as Gundam series ends, I think the best ending in the Gundam series I've ever seen was Seed, Seed Destiny, and G Gundam. Then followed by Gundam Wing and maybe then Gundam Double Zero. Or you can go back to Universal. I'm not a bit Universal Century Gundam guy, but I do appreciate all the callbacks that this one had. Irregardless, shout out to Ocean. Um, irregardless. I really did appreciate Witch from Mercury. I just hate that the finale felt rushed. It was predictable. There were no consequences. Everybody lived. Everybody was happy. There was no real closure. We get a bootleg-ass time skip. And, like, they just did all this destruction on Earth, go back to space and do this stuff. And I'm like, come on, man. Y'all could have came better than that. But all in all, it was a great Gundam series. I think this one will definitely rank in the top 10 of all-time Gundam series. I can't say mm, top yeah. five, but it's definitely one of the better Gundam series. Um, I would definitely watch it again. Um, action, like the episode when Prospero's plan first started coming together and they went to Earth and fucked shit up and then it went back to space, that was peak. That was peak. That's honestly that was that was peak. All in all, Gundam for me is a four out of five. 
it lost its point five rating. It could have been a five, but I settled on a four out of five because it looks great. That ending theme is motherfucking powerful. Every mm-hmm. time that ending theme came on, I got my mm-hmm. fucking. Mm-hmm. It, it just it 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 glued everything together, man. It's a fantastic series. It's a shame mm-hmm. that the ending didn't deliver, but it still landed in my top three. Yeah, which for Mark? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ethan. Number three for me was Demon Slayer, and I, I honestly, I, I've wrangled with this decision. I wasn't gonna put Demon Slayer behind Insomniacs. I, I like Demon Slayer more than like Delusion. Dangers was really close up until the finale. Honestly, I had Dangers ahead. I had Dangers at three before the finales of Delusion and Insomniacs. I had Dangers in my heart at three ahead of Demon Slayer, which I had at four. And like I told Matt. I, I agree with your point, Starman, in terms of it not falling off. I didn't mind the, the series whatsoever. I thought it was still really good. I admittedly said though, it's it was it didn't give me that that the gravitas of the entertainment district. Um, so it missed the peak from that side. So while I agree that season two of Demon Slayer for me is the better season, is the best season of the bunch, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, the Demon Slayer finale for season three is far and away the best finale that they've ever done. For all the points that we mentioned in the previous episode, Starman, in terms of just the plight that Tanjiro had to go through in that final fight, um, it was head and shoulders um, above anything that they've ever like touched on or really went on or really went to go for in... Um, in demon slayer before as we've mentioned before the animations a tier s tier um it's f- absolutely fabulous uh ken roji as i've said she's a, a bit useless from that perspective but she played her part well nezuko continued her development not just from the finale but just in terms of her fighting abilities um and being able to be there for um for uh what's his dick um the, the g the guy with the g i forget his name yeah yeah Genya for Genya and for um and for Tanjiro was really solid. I agree with your point, Matt, in terms of Genya getting the uh, getting a, a feature role in this and really showing out and really giving some uh, giving reason to care. Um, I agree with your point, Starman, in terms American of American breathing. American breathing, pop pop, two shot, two shooter. Nah, but um, I agree with your point in terms of the star. I agree with both people's points because Matt and Angel in our group mentioned like the stories were ill-timed i liked the stories though starman i agree with your point from that perspective and i feel that the stories weren't necessarily so much ill-timed as well no i kind of feel like they were still a little time in in retrospect but still like the stories are really good really needed for sure no doubt provided more emphasis and more reason to care about the characters um especially miss hashira's that was a really good one really sad one um it came you know once he defeated that useless upper moon he uh you know just broke down because he got his memories back thanks to tanjiro i thought that was just another point for tanjiro in terms of just his overall like ability to affect the story and affect everyone around him even with little things when he's not directly there um that's a very powerful uh trait to have in a main character for sure um so that was well noted as well um the the little tidbit um that saved uh the 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 little fucking little kid um uh swordsmith uh using fucking uh rengoku's fucking hilt to save him from dying was fucking wicked and solid and just that connection in terms of him wanting to put his hilt on his new sword that's fucking amazing 
Um, Muzan is an idiot, a complete and absolute fucking moron. But just to get his backstory was also welcome as well. So we have a reason to understand how the fuck he got there as the very first demon ever um, was through that doctor. Um, so that was well told. Um, trying to think of what else I could say to compliment the show to put it at three. But no, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I came into the season fully expecting this to take number one without a shadow of a doubt. And the other two things ahead of it were just simply better. Um, we'll get into number two. We've gotten into it before. You can probably guess where I'm going with two and one. Um, but you know, regardless, regardless, Demon Slayer was still peak entertainment, still holds its own as one of the top shonen anime in the genre today. Um, still puts itself within the big four of shonen genres in general, alongside Attack on Titan, um, and a couple others, uh, My Hero, and um, what's the fourth one? There's a four. There's only big three, right? There's a big four. It's big three. It's big three. It's big three. So Attack on Titan and um and my hero still leaves itself up there without a shadow of a doubt. And yeah, Demon Slayer was my number three. All right, number three, Skipping Loafer. Hmm. I enjoy this series a lot. Hey, on you for your honorable mention three, but I forgive you. <laughs> honorable but, mention three to number three. Yep. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're ten off. We're ten off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I was overly entertained with it. I loved all the characters. Shout, also, shout to At Now. I just wish there was more of her. Uh, I love a lot of these episodes. Like They're all hits. Hardly any misses. I did wish we got more of what happened with Sosuke and the other girl. They got to explore it out more, but now apparently it's something that's he didn't do it. It was mostly not the mother. Like, what the fuck? So what happened? I want to know what happened. She just got drunk and he said, don't go to the party. You'll get fired. It was like that type of thing. But you know what, though? I love the chemistry of everyone. They were awkward, like a normal awkward teenager, especially with uh, Mitsumi. Like she was that awkward country bumpkin that you just wanted to root for. She, everyone else just just shined in their own. With uh, Yuzu, uh, Mia, like all the other characters. So basically, I got my slice of life. Definitely going to be in my top five for the year with slice of life. Uh, I'm glad this I didn't wasn't going to pick up at all, but I'm just glad I did when it happened. So thank you for that. <laughs> top two now, baby. Oh, man. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. The drama. The drama. Speaking of drama, my number two, I actually gave the vote to best drama because this is what makes anime anime. This show was a complete 180 from its previous season, and a lot of fans were not realized they weren't fans of the anime, they were only fans of the action. But this was peak anime storytelling at its finest this is one of the best anime to ever come out period especially in the past 10 years i'm talking about none other than villain saga season two that's my number two villain saga season two ended up being my number two um i wanted the action but thorfinn got back to his mom i've been wanting that since he got on that boat with his dad i've been wanting him to get back and hug his mom because just like you've been gone for almost two decades like you've been gone for almost 20 years, and you finally get home with your mom. And it's like everything that he went through from the farming to the growing. When he cut his hair at the end and came out that house, I said, okay, 
brand new Thor fan. Okay, I'm rocking with it. I'm fucking with it. Yeah, man. Um, it was just so emotional. This this season was just so emotional. The death, the drastic turns, like the desperation, like the greed. Like you got every you got every fucking sin, man. Everybody was just. It was like uh, the oppression, you know, the second class citizenship, like just, um, you know, the indentured servitude really was really what did it to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like indentured servants, y'all motherfuckers. Get get your buyout, you know what I'm saying? Get slavery and stuff, man. It was, I can't even really put it into words, but Villain Saga, from a visual standpoint, I think this map was really in a bad shout out to them. Um, It was definitely one of the best animes of the year this is definitely a contender for anime of the year right now like I'm, i can't even hold you but yeah villain soccer season yep respect villain is something i will go back and watch eventually uh, being able to binge it you can watch it on crunchyroll or you can watch it on netflix man so pick your poison but yeah yeah even gundam okay Number two. Higher than us, but okay. Um, I'm shocked, but hey, I'm fucking with it. Gundam was my number one anime up until the finale. It was my number one for weeks up Same. until my finale. Same. The reality of it, the finale really, really, really knocked it down a peg. I still gave it five stars until I listened to Matt's review of it, and I was like, you know what? You're right. It's a four and a half, and I can't justify giving it a five. Um, So I gave it a four on the on analyst. I mean, when it boils down to it, though, I'm not the reason why I kept it at two and not any lower is simply because I don't want to discredit the rest of the show for one shitty ending. There's been so many shows that have happened and will continue to happen. That'll be phenomenal shows and still be dog shit endings. Just I, I my immediate thought is Wonder Egg priority um, from that perspective. Uh, mm. but, at the, but at the end of the day, um, Gundam is just. It was phenomenal. This was the very first Gundam series I had ever watched fully, start to finish. I had seen a couple episodes of a couple things that I couldn't name, I couldn't tell you, couldn't recall. Um, I do definitely recall watching Gundam though on Toonami back way back in the day. Um, and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it for all the points that you listed, Starman, in terms of why it was your number three. Um, it was just a ride and I enjoyed the ride so much. The beginning of, of Gundam and you know something I rated it as the, as the core that's season two, but I'm also rating it as an overall thing as well with Gundam. That's what I did. Yeah. I'm rating it as an overall. overall. At the end of the day from like, it started off episode, the first few episodes were kind of lame. It was kind of mid. And then the, the story started picking up the layers started adding on and then started being peeled off. Um, with every like every episode that passed the season one finale was absolutely fucking incredible i told matt um if it had i believe i said in the chat if it had gotten the season one finale like level in season two no doubt this would have been the number one show for i think for us if it would have given us that type of banger finale um but in any case number two if i would say number two okay well we know where your number one is but in any case um what's it called at the end of the day, freaking uh, what's it called? Just the 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 tone that it set every single episode, uh, every Sunday. I look forward to it. I look forward, and as I mentioned it before, the musical composition. I look forward to watching a Gundam battle with that musical composition so fucking much. I loved 
letting myself live in that moment that as the, the crescendos building and you hear the the orchestral instruments building up and building up and building up and then that powerful moment where you know Suleta would defeat the opponent two on one one on one three on one four on one you know when you see somebody come save the day uh with that that musical animation it was, or musical composition it was just absolutely amazing um as starman said the animation is really 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 well done um the details um in all the scenes were exceptional um and up until the finale the story itself was really 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 like amazing it, the, the story itself was really good really solid many layers you can get into it you can bite into it it was really good and as we've said i don't know how many times countless times already it was just that finale was rushed it was not conclusive um there were no consequences involved um there was a lot to be had from that moment and it definitely could have benefited from at least another like season for sure i wouldn't say i wouldn't go on the record and say like another like 25 episodes another 12 and i think it would still would have like it still would have hit where it needed to hit in my opinion so yeah my number two is gundam don't regret it would definitely recommend it especially because you uh, again i was able to watch this for my very first one because it had nothing to do and i made sure it had nothing to do with any of the other past gundams so if this is your first foray into gundam this is a damn good starting place to get into it in my opinion I think, Ethan, you should definitely go and check out Iron-Blooded Orphans. It's also on Crunchyroll and Netflix. Like, if you like this, you'll love that. It's twice as dark, twice as long. Pause. <laughs> so, um, so we're... Yeah. Talk to Cakey is sponsored by BBC... By Black.com. <laughs> by Black.com. <laughs> All right. Number two, Oshinoko. Mm. Great, great series. I, th- I thought that was going to be your one, man. Oh! No, no, no. No, there was no way. I'll get to it later. No, but if if it wasn't a carryover, then you had the number one. But I loved everything that he did. I loved the drama of it. I loved the, again, just more of the dark side, the entertainment business. That's something people don't see. They just see the happy idols and all this. How, like, you see how much of a public figure people are as, like, celebrities, actors, models, singers, everyone. This they and again, there's always consequences for everything you, especially in public, because you think it's gonna go away. No, 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 it's there. They will blacklist you, and fans will cyberbully you to death, and they will double tap on you while you are dead. So they again, stuff like that is just beyond fucked up. Uh, I did wish we had a little bit more Ruby set for near the end. I I don't like that she is left in the dark with of what Aqua is doing. Like, yeah, I think that she, there is definitely some trauma with Ruby that she's not saying because she watched her mom die too, and she just ha- she's just a, she's just a happy go getter. Like, 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 there's more to her that they're not showing us, and I hope they actually explore that. Yeah, I would appreciate that to be honest. But uh, I love men, men. I love Kana. I love Akane. They're all great characters. Peon is fantastic. If if we had more of him, he would have been best supporting male. Mm-hmm. Straight up, but no. We still gotta do the dance. Yeah. No, we got that one hour dance. Yeah, I've been waiting for that dance since like week three. Yeah, but uh, I'm glad YouTube actually did this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love like, I love the music, I love the insert songs. Um, just seeing Con this become out to the news idol group just coming on their own. Uh, Aqua getting more answers, trying to just slowly get more answers to what he's trying to find. 
I know they'll drag it out. If it wasn't for Heavenly, this probably would have been a better. I probably would have had this as mystery, but this Heavenly had a better mystery aspect with it. When it was just, just more of Aqua, but there was a mix of everything else in between that you couldn't really grade as just a mystery by itself. Uh, I know people have, I uh, you know, she was good for dying, but damn, bro. But no, no, no. Wow. But, but but for that yeah, one episode, but for, for dying, yeah. For but for that one episode, though, she did leave an impact outside of dying. Yeah. Of like, of how does someone that's just unable to love, and I got people get that, but she learned to love in her own way. But unfortunately, it was when it was too late. <laughs> but okay, overall, I I love this a lot. I highly recommend it, especially someone you're, especially for someone that is in that business itself. To like look at it and see, like I don't know, like God lines or something that gets like okay, that might be true, but it's actually this. It could be darker, it could be lighter. You don't know, but I feel like it's a study for people that want to be in the entertainment. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Well, you both got the same number one, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we do. All we right. agreed, Starman. Full time, but hey, Ethan. You know, um... I ninja. All right, we, me and Ethan meeting like this doesn't really happen, you know. Um, no, I'm gonna savor the moment. This will, this will never happen again. Maybe not. It, it might not. I gotta take a shot for this. It's just it's such a monu- monumental occasion. Uh, All right, I'll number one for me was Oshinoko. It's no surprise. Oshi, um, I thought it was gonna be this pop like show, like pop idol type show. I signed up. It had the most hype. The internet was like telling me, oh, this is going to be the one. And I'm like, damn, bro. Yep. Like, yep. this has the most hype. You, know, I'm a sucker yep. for hype. Yep. So I dived in it, saw the first episode. First episode was like the best 90 minutes, like in anime. In a I've while. Seen. In a while. It, it was the best. Wow. It was probably the best premiere. Like, that first season. episode did it. Of it many seasons. Of many it shows for many seasons. Up and down with the season. Honestly, yeah. if Gundam wouldn't have dropped the ball, this wouldn't have been number one. But um, I thought it was consistent. I thought it was very consistent throughout, and that's one of the reasons why well, I gave it number one. I like the theme that they did in critiquing the anime. I mean, critiquing the entertainment industry in Japan. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, absolutely! I love the eyes. A selling um, point. Yep, another selling point for me. Yep. I didn't fall in love with Connor like the internet did, bro. Connor was my not. least favorite character on the damn. Show. I love Connor. I did, I not. did not like Connor. Connor it didn't jump off for me. She didn't do it for me. She got on my nerves, quite frankly. Um, supremacy. Um, but by the time we get to the end and we finally get B. Kamachi, the last episode is what sealed the deal for me when, you know, Aqua got the glow sticks and all the girls on stage were doing the same poses eyes were doing. Um, the eyes all lit up and he did the glow stick dance and everybody thought he was fucking crazy, but it made everybody light up. So when Connor mm-hmm. looked at him the same way I looked at him, Mm-hmm. I thought that I thought that that moment just meant so much. Um, I like Mim. Um, I fucking adore her. Um, yeah, man. I thought this was a fantastic series. Like just the way they critique the yeah. it's different. There's no other anime like it, even though it yeah. seems like it's it's like so many other anime. Um, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say because I know Ethan, you got something else to say about it. But Oceanoko, hands down to me. Um, Vinland was a four point five, a nine out of ten. 4.5 out of 5. So is Oceanoko. It claims so close, but Oceanoko, 4.5 out of 5. It's a whole 9. Mm-hmm. It was almost perfect. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for season 2, because in season mm-hmm. 2, I know 
we're going to see more of their classmates mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to see what happens with Aqua and everyone else. I, my only disappointment was Ruby and Aqua never had that moment where they were like, oh, you're the doctor. Oh, you're the counselor girl. They deprived me of that. Mm-hmm. And I can't forgive them for that because mm-hmm. I feel like that was such a minute detail for them to gloss over and, yeah. and ambiguity. But whatever. Yeah. Good. Another good word. Amb- ambiguity. Ambiguity. That's another good word. This is my only five. When it's all said and done, this is my only five of the season. Oshino Ko. And really, it really boils down to, in terms of how I grade, I've always said this plenty of times in the past, it's how you make me feel. That's the, my number one grading criteria, is how do you make me feel? And Oshino Ko, beyond a shadow of a doubt, from the opening premiere until the finale, it made me feel. Um I've never been in the entertainment industry whatsoever. And every time they gave me that shred of evidence, I was like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Like it was just so eye-opening. And it was such a such a refreshing yet needed, yet so dark of uh, of a of a storyline within the storyline. It was um, deep. It was super deep. Real shit. Shit. Like, like if someone who dabbles in the entertainment industry, that shit is deep. It really mm-hmm. I, I was on a movie set just earlier, like this past week. Like I do recording studios, I work with artists, I, I work right. on movie sets, like real fucking deal. I look, I don't even go to work and look at that shit the same no more. Like, no. they were dropping real fucking gems. Aqua telling you, some actors know how to give the director exactly what they want. They're not even the best actors. They just know what the director needs, mm-hmm. and they service his need. And then yeah. some people just get the tickets. Some people yeah. sell the tickets. And some people just are theater. They can really sell this shit. I thought that was just fantastic. Age, they, they tackled ageism. Mm-hmm. They tackled, like, just like online, like look, like when you get online and you just want to boost your confidence by you know ego bombing yourself, like it was fantastic. That man. was a new one. A lot of a lot of gems. A lot of gems. A lot I would have never known. It was a lot and, of gems. You know. If you watch Oceanoco and your boy Call Me, hey, if you want you want to be in the entertainment industry, you like anime, watch your boy Call Me. Watch Oceanoco. If you still want to do it, that's all you need to know. Yeah, no, that's real. I mean, at the end of the day, really what sold it for me, I, I, I said it many times already on uh, the previous episode and this episode, it was Aqua, man. Aqua, Aqua really was one of the strongest characters that I've seen in a while when it comes to an anime. Um, like I said, sealing, like saving Akane from suicide was just the, the peak of the peak of that. And in terms of everything that he's done, you know, in order to try and uncover the truth, I agree that it is a bit of an, of an obsession that he has uh, with his mother. But at the same time, it's based around the fact that, you know, it's, he wants to find the reason why life is the way it is. He wants to find out, you know, the reason why his mother suffered so greatly in the end, he wants to, he just wants to uncover the truth. And that's always a good baseline in any anime when you just want to uncover the truth. And and that's you know that's really real from that perspective. And just as overall, like I said, Aqua is just such a a wonderful character. Um, he's not the the best guy, but he is you know one hell of a, of a protag a life's protagonist, which is is so real. And as Matt and I have touched on, just in terms of that Akane situation, it hits home. It's hits very home, close to home for us because of the fact that it dealt uh, in very close ties with Hannah Kimura, who. Uh, died in that tragic uh, suicide back in 2020, I believe, uh, if I recall correctly, Matt. And it was based off of online cyberbullying, off of just yeah. relentless hate and just people just talking shit and talking out of their ass. And 
you know, that line, there's a line in there. Like I said the opening line of that episode six, like not the opening line, but like the preview caption on high dive, it says, Oh, you thought that, you know, you sent that tweet out to that person, right. Where you were criticizing them. Like you thought that that was an innocent tweet that, it, that there were no consequences to be had. Well, there were, and that's really, that was really powerful right there when you get that moment. And it, it, I, you know, there's just so many times when like, I felt like I was on edge watching the show because I didn't know like all the tense moments with Aqua early on. It was more early on, obviously than toward the end, but there were so many tense moments when I was just like, Oh fuck. Like this is, this is going down a bad road. This is going down a bad road. And it did go down a bad road at several points. And other times it turned around and ended up being really positive. And just also be, we can't speak enough about some of the comedy aspects with P on in particular. That was, such yes. a refreshing, that was such a refreshing yes. take on such a serious show to have a character like that on there for needed comedic relief. That was absolutely great. Um, Mem, like you said, was another piece of comedic relief. She was fantastic in her role. <clears throat> um, she really filled out everything well. And like, you know, again, with shows that really, yeah, man, like, and at the end of the day, like it really, it's a, another great aspect about a show is just being able to provide reasons to care about the characters. I care about almost every character that's of significance on that show. I care about um, which one, the mother figure. Yeah, the mother figure. Hold on. I'm forgetting her name, but yeah, I care about her. Um, and you know, basically where she was uh, Miyako, like, Miyako, where she was just like, just like this snotty fucking girl, like this fucking like bigger than thou, like she just wanted the rich man, and she learned to to love these kids and learn to be there for them when everybody else abandoned yeah, them, right. or couldn't be there for them. She was there for them. Kana, for all of her faults, is still a good character, and we get her backstory, and we get a reason to care about her. Ruby and Aqua, that's obvious. Men, we get a reason to care about her. Akane, we definitely get a reason to care about her. Um, and as Matt, I'm sorry, as uh, Sean alluded to, um, as we get into season two, I'm sure the show is going to continue to excel in terms of giving us more characters for this, especially surrounding that play in particular that they're all going to be in. The drama that's going to come from that is going to be great. Cannot wait to see that. I will be on edge for that as well. Um, as well as Aqua continuing to, to unravel the truth behind his mother's uh, death. I mean, this is an exceptional show. I picked it up literally, I think the day before it dropped. Cause I was like, all right, I need another show. I'm going to go with the hype too. And I was never, ever, ever disappointed in any single singular episode of Oshinoko. I can't say the same about any of the other fucking anime two through 13 two through 13 i can't say that about any of them oshinoko never left me disappointed whatsoever it is a a consensus number one for me as a result of gundam's fucking shitty ending and i'm so grateful i watched it okay no um no great show everyone should watch it obviously vinland saga is my number one for so, so. Oh, man, neither many. of us are gonna. Neither of us are gonna win the bet on that because we both predicted he would be, have a uh, villain number one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we knew villain was gonna be your one. Yeah. No, so. no, no. It's 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 masterclass storytelling, masterclass writing. The creator took a big risk of in both manga and this because season one was just a prologue. Like this was the, where the real story begins, and he <clears> made it. Yeah, and he made it more of what he wanted with Torfin and his journey of being this true warrior. And he did it in a phenomenal way. 
And it just upsets me that people just watch it for the action. Like that's all we need. Like you, you, we got, we got thousands and thousands of shonens like this, but this is just a rare one of a kind type of anime. And it sucks that people don't appreciate. And I, it's from how it was, this made it underrated and overhated at the same time. They were just hating it for all the wrong reasons. Upset. The world of it is just stunning. It's beautiful. Musical composition is great. Everything, the emotions, the OPs and EDs itself tell the story of everything going on in Vinland, like in in this show. The change of Torfin and Canutes of how they were from the prologue of season one to now of how everything affected them from that day from when Torfin got arrested become a slave and then, tor- and then canoes rise to the kingdom they're just murdering people the, the sweet boy just killing people because he feels like he has to and then torfin the showing that there is there is another way and he's doing it i like that they showed actually like these are like actual characters like real people and just conveyed in this <laughs> and he's, he's doing it such a nice way well now it's like yeah some of it's a little fiction but some of it is legit in there like torfin is this from Iceland, he is this explorer and he does explore Vinland type of thing. Like that's that's there, just everything else surrounding it. it. It just fits the theme, it fits the story. Dynamics everything. I got drama. When action did when action did happen, I got it from when Torfin fought for the first time, like against Snake. I love that. Where this words test each other out. It wasn't a real fight, but it's just more of what Torfin believes in, like in protect people, not just for killing. And I loved I wish we had more four kill, but you know what? That's fine. He's for what for what they're trying to do. He just would not fit. It was a snake. It was the farm. It was kettle. Uh, Garter for the little time we had him was great. Him and Arnhide. Kettle went from being the nice guy to being a total psychopath because he his reputation is more important than his unborn child's life. <laughs> That's what it was, and he killed. And he, so he killed that and her in the process just because. He, he believes that she was going to tell him that he was a fraud when that was not the case. She just wants to be free. She wants to go home. But she was he, in a cool situation, bro. I felt for yeah. her. No, I did. I absolutely did, especially in this second half. It was just it was just heartbreak all around, but we got we got a nice ending. It felt like it was like a perfect ending, and then we had that epilogue with the season finale with returning home, seeing the mother get reunited with the mother finally. Before actually going back out, buying Vinland for the people of Iceland. I don't need another season. I'll be grateful to get one. But the, the they, he, the, I know so, the I know the creator said he plans to have it all done. Yeah, it's like it just ended. So this was like the best ending, bro. Like like him hugging his mom, bro. That you know, that just yeah. Like, it, oh, if yeah, if, if they didn't if they didn't continue, yeah, I'd be happy. But. I know that there is still more to tell. I just hope, oh, I hope it's still Mappa. I hope they let him do his vision of it. And it's not twenty twenty six. It'll probably be two years till the next season. Honestly, Yo, is that like twenty twenty six? I know, uh, but I, the manga is almost done. I am so happy how Mappa brought it to life. I was upset with Studio didn't pick it back up, but you know what? Mappa did a great job with it. I was a little skeptical. Wit had it right. Yeah, Wit had it. 
Malpa, nah, Malpa showed out with the way they animated it, but which studio did not do a bad job. I read up on why they gave it up. It was just like they overbidded us, basically. Yeah, no, that it sucks, but you know what? I'm glad Mappa picked it up. Like, you know what? You read the article about Mappa, what Mappa does, though, right? I did not read that part. Oh, well, long story short, short not to interrupt, the short version of the story is Mappa will say, no, nah, we'll pay for the whole thing. Just, you know, pay us on the back end. Like, Mappa picks up the tab for the shows. They don't take on the shows and ask basically, for the play. Basically, they let them work, but they just produce it. Yeah, they they basically okay. yeah they basically put up money for the shows that they animate. They don't okay okay that makes source. sense. They will put money up and say, and that's why they get a bigger return. That's why they're able to. You okay, know, that makes sense. That, so that that actually makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah, but they no. put money up for it. They they banked on it. Yeah, and it paid off. But you know what though? Okay, with the creator, he took a big risk not making it more action film. It just paid off. Enzoed right. It's one of the greatest. I love everything about it. It sucks that people didn't pick up. Like, oh, like, oh, wait, it's actually good now. Let me get back. No, no, you had your chance. You had your chance. You you batch out episode three or four. So fuck it's off. Just like action. That's all it is. They just like action. Like I said, we have thousands of those. Just... Hey, Chris, if you're the, the one watcher still watching, go ahead and uh, tell us your uh, your top ten real quick before we hand off. I'm sure Matt and I would like to know. If it is, if it is him. <laughs> if it is you. Uh, if it's just random, one random person, if you have a top ten for this season or a top five, let us know before we go. Is, is it YouTube? It's YouTube. It's YouTube. Okay. Probably Chris. All right, guys. But I'm gonna do. I'm gonna finish the rest of this because shit, this stuff's wrong. I'm happy. Do always doing this with you. Cheers, guys. I'm the sober one. Wow, of all people. Hey, man. It's finale, bro. I had to pour some up. It's a Thursday though, and I have to be clear minded for tomorrow work. Oh shit, that I burns. Had... <laughs> It is you, yes. Uh, give 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 them your top ten real quick as we as we are about, as we do our plugs. It's me. Hi. By the way, while we wait for Chris, do, I think we have a, a tiny bit of time left. Um, what do we think about Little Starman? You haven't seen jack shit this season, have you? But you know, I don't jump on shit. So damn that week three, unless the internet hypes something up. But so far, the internet been telling me everything mid. So. I'm, I'm, I don't yeah, know. anime news records like, oh, it's a, it's a one out of five or a two out of five highs of three. It's like, what? I, I might jump on something soon. Um, I'm seeing where everything lands, seeing what day everything comes out. Um, I've just finished finishing my last couple shows from the previous season that I needed to make this list today for this show. Um, so with that being said, um, I think I might just take my time and I might just rewatch something I haven't seen in a while, or I might just go dig. I mean, through let me let me give you let me give you at least two two rom coms you must watch, and it's only episode one. You can watch them, two of them. Talking about for this season? For this season, I'm gonna watch them anyway. You don't have to tell me because when you tell me you, you hype it up and tell me I'm gonna like it, then I'm gonna want to be uh up an um a contrarian by default. Cause that's just when my mm-hmm. mind works. I rebel. Mm-hmm. I'm a love stuff. I automatically become a contrarian. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I it's, don't know why. I'm it's like funny, that. and it's not even because of the fact that my top that I'm a rom com guy. But my top three this season so far, well, I, I can't say that because Jujitsu that came out today that was flame too. But my top like three that place. really like really impressed me. My tiny sim in no particular I'm order. My- with the glasses. My tiny senpai and undead murder face. I know. 
No, that's Matt. Undead Murphase oh, is I Matt. love un uh, Undead Murphase. For me, it's yeah, my happy marriage. For me, it's my happy marriage. It's Listen, not rom -com, but yeah. That's on Netflix. Yeah. I didn't know that that one was on Netflix. That's on Netflix. Yep, my happy marriage. Is what, what is Hulu gonna pick up? Nothing. Um, Zom One Hundred has Netflix, Hulu, and now Crunchyroll. So that Hulu, was that. Okay, okay. Um, I did get through the first few episodes of the O the o Oju, um, o Oku on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Netflix yeah. one. How is it? That shit is wild as fuck. Like the quick plug is, it flips history on its head, and a play breaks out, and one fourth. Of the male population in Japan is all that remains. So there are 7.5 women for every man in Japan. Because of this, um, basically, you know, women buy men so they can have kids. Like if you can, if you can like get a woman pregnant, like you're so valuable. And um, yeah, that's just how they flip the story. At least that's the first episode. But what you kind of discover is, is men, the thing that value, men value the most is power. Since women are the dominant because they're just outnumbered the men, the men try to dominate the men. And what better way to dominate another man by making them drop the fucking soap? So men will literally dominate other, you know, they try to, like, basically, like, dude try to go to the old coup, you know, to go service to the Shogun, who's the woman. And um, first night that he's there, these guys try to rape him, and he beat they ass. Like, man, this, yeah, I don't fuck y'all doing. He beat they ass, and the word gets around. Oh my god, he resisted. Well, I guess most of the guys didn't. But then again, it's like hundreds. It's like eight hundred men at the palace, and it's like thirty women, and you might not get a turn. And once you go to the palace, you can't leave. Hmm. That's just the first episode. First episode is a whole fucking hour. But then yeah. from there, it's it's an anthology of different stories, but they all encompass in this same world. Some happened as soon as the pandemic started. Some happened like 100 years later. But it's a pretty interesting story. It's, it's on Netflix. It's pretty fucking interesting. I like historical fiction type shit. But um, I'm not in no rush to binge it to finish it. I just thought it was, the, you know. No, it's good. It's yeah. Solid. It's solid. I'm about I mean, to finish it. I'm about to finish season two of Ragnarok and then go into season two part two when it drops. They ain't getting another hour out of me. If you do like action, this is a non-anime related um, Warrior on Max. Mm. Check it out. It's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Season three is out. That shit is good as hell. It's just Kung Fu action. I saw that. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to pick that up. <laughs> it is good Kung Fu action. The first four episodes are out currently. Uh, it drops every Thursday. Um, that's a great show. Nice. Y'all didn't talk about Spots and Wolf getting rebooted instead of another season, which is what I wanted. Now I gotta wait for the reboot, but they're giving it the um, they're giving it the fruit basket treatment, so I can't be mad. Good. That means I'll pick it up too. I mean, we're not getting that to twenty twenty four, but that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. Why it's only that twenty twenty four is only five months away. Six months away. Granny girlfriend is coming back on Saturday. Tomorrow, actually. Oh, Friday. Yeah. Shit. Well, it's already Friday. So. Yeah. When I threw up on my mouth earlier, it was because I realized Renner Girlfriend was coming back. Oh, yeah. yeah but uh, right on Girlfriend, um, I am AI, saving. and the Metsful Cat is depressed. Again. I am yeah. saving myself for Renner Girlfriend. Be the oh, first new season show that I watched. So, Matt, what do you think about what you've seen? Already in my top three. Wait, what, what was that? What, what do you think about what you've seen so far this season? Um, Well, Mashoko Tensei was episode zero, so I really can't grade the season yet. Agreed, but that was but that was a that 
that was a fairly uh, that was a nice episode. Uh, Jujutsu, not bad. Uh, I'm looking forward to more. Uh, I was surprised with Kenshin. Uh, so far, so good. I will wasn't bad. Yep, wasn't bad for that first episode. Yeah. Nope. Um, I liked uh, Girl. I forgot her glasses. That was fun. That animation is just out of this world. Yeah, undead, undead. I really enjoyed Undead Murder Farce. Yeah, and uh, My Happy Marriage. My Happy Marriage is really good. I'm so disappointed in the in the animation quality of Horimiya. That really took that really turned me. But you know what though, the 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 charm's still there. That 100. I loved it. So I loved it. just keep that. I'm happy. Yeah. Dreaming Boy was a bit odd. It picked up at the end. I, I'm giving Dreaming Boy and Ayaka the free episode. The I'm not digging it right now. Boy. I thought Ayaka was interesting. I thought it's, Ayaka. Oh, was it's, I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Really? How come? I don't know. There's something about it. Like I just don't care about the characters and the, the whole. I get fantasy ninjutsu type of thing. This is like, I think we had an original ninja series in like winter, and it's like. That didn't do well either. So if it's a fake, we'll see how far fetched for me for Ayaka. Like I enjoy the animation as well. We'll see how far fetched it gets and see how deep the story goes for me to really be like, oh, this is good or this is. Like I said, I will wait for episodes, but Dreaming Boy is just so bland for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I don't give a shit at all about the plot and the characters. Mm -hmm. Damn. But I will give it a try still because I know people loved it light novel wise, Mm -hmm. but also now they're pissed. Oh, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, number 10, Cafe Terrace. Okay. Nine, Heavenly Delusion. Eight, Reliana. Wow, he liked Reliana more than Delusion. Yeah. Seven, Heroes Already Dead. We didn't watch that one either. Uh, six, Dead Mount Death Play. Really? Yeah. Y'all gonna number five, motherfucker. Yep. Four, Dangers. Yeah. Three, Hell's Paradise. Hell yeah. Uh, two, Vinland, you traitor. <laughs> Two villain one. Oh, see, I like this guy. I like him to hear a round of applause. You a real one for that one. You a real one for that one. I'll say thank you for that. Uh, Chris will be joining us for the summer awards because all four of us are going to be in the annual. But, is uh, those trial run the summer? What? Is trial run the summer? It's trial run the summer. We want to see. We want to get his feet wet. So we're not putting Starman in there either. Or are we going to do four yeah. of us? We'll do this in for now. Okay. You're disqualified for a skipping loafer. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's on me. No, 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 no. I can, I can forget. Of course, you like, yeah, that, that burn. I didn't mean to. It's just dangerous. It was dangerous. Dangerous kind of kept you were playing there, this bro. game, my friend. It's, it's like dangerous, bro. It's, it's it, it was hard, bro. Cause I know it's hard. Bro. Trust me, it's fairly hard. Ray Liana didn't make it well, either, man. I, I'm not gonna like your disappointments for the year. Uh, no, oh no, oh no. Oh well, while we're here, let's keep on talking while we wait for Chris. Yeah, to well, yeah. Well, out. We, of course, uh, if if you're gonna say Vinland, I'm gonna fight you. Oh, <laughs> I'll drive but down no, to you. No, one of the reasons besides Chris, um, giving us our things, guys, for those who are listening on the podcast, is the fact that Matt and I are taking a week off like we normally do to let the rest of the of the seasons unfold. So, um, mm-hmm. we will be back on the 21st. If I actually no, we will not be on the 21st. Actually. It will be the 20th because the 21st, I'm busy. So that Thursday. Yep. We will be back that Thursday and we will cover uh, episodes one. Well, no, no, we just kept it. We're we're doing first impressions. First impressions. Even though we're giving us, giving you guys a mini idea of the first impressions now. So um, we'll we'll go into more detail about them, what they're about. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All in all, we did a good time, guys. We did what? 
about four and a half hours on this. Not bad. Yeah, four exactly for me. It's four on the head. Yeah, for you it's four on the head. For for Matt and I, four and a half, four forty-five actually. But no, about four and a half. Not bad. All right. But guys, we talked our cake. We are overstuffed with cake. Vomiting like, cake. We, we had so much cake. We're um, mitsuming fucking cake right now. Yep. Yeah, uh, follow, follow me at Damien Phoenix 12 on Twitter. Follow him at ShowSniper24. And thank you to our guest, aka Starman. Follow him at aka Starman. Mm-hmm. Follow our Twitter at TalkToCakey. Mm-hmm. We have a link tree for wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We're on mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Amazon. Mm-hmm. You name it, there. Type us in the Google search bar. We're mm-hmm. like on the first page, first, second page. You'll find us. We're around. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that do tune in, that do download, we thank you very much. We, your support is always appreciated here. Uh, thank you, Sean, for being our editor. We want to thank uh, W2M Network and Chairshot Media for hosting us on their website. So follow them at W2M Network and Chairshot Media. Give them your Instagrams, your other plugs, and let's go home. Yes, sir. You can follow me, like Matt said, on Twitter, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. You can follow my anime Instagram at A-I underscore anime 24. I have been diligently posting my winter reviews, and I'm almost done with those. And then I'll be starting to post my spring reviews as well on there. You can follow my podcast Instagram at podcast.senpai. Uh, you can follow our Talk to Keki Instagram at T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. That's Talk to Keki. Um, again, as Matt said, all of our socials have link trees. We can follow ourselves as well as uh, our other endeavors as well. Um, let's go home. All right, man. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see- all right, give me your uh, – your- right. Starman, a.k.a. Starman. You can follow me at a.k.a. Starman. Um, you can also check me out at Ninja Please Pod. Shout out to my other hosts. Shout out to Macchio Metal. Shout out to Ocean. Shout out to Black. Shout out to everybody part of Ninja Please Podcast, Ninja Please Podcast crew. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Shout out to Ethan. Shout out to Matt. Thank you, as always, for having me. Oh, yeah. You guys, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, be sure to, you know, you guys subscribe and jump on this if y'all want more. Come join Eat the Cake. We on Facebook, man. It's always a great time. If you yep. want more threads, more anime, more anything, just how long we got you. Big facts. All right, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Arigato, Naruto, Faku, and Sayonara. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.